Good evening, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. Jack Clifton behind the mic uh, to guide you through everything happening at our Menai and Miranda locations and also bring you the sermon uh, for this week. Looking forward to uh, getting through all of that. Uh, get, we'll give you uh, just a hint of warning, not a whole lot of uh, information about the church at the moment. Uh, we do have some uh, a fair few leaders uh, and even Kim Briggs, um, our church leader down at the Equip Camp, uh, the old uh, Salvation Army Music Camp. So we really do give thanks for, for them giving up their, their time as some someone that went to a lot of youth camps back in the day when I was a little bit younger. Uh, it is uh, it is a really amazing thing um, when you when you look at these uh, these young people. Obviously, uh, great that we're seeing uh, kids and young people go to camps, but when you've got young adults in their early um, early 20s that are, are willing to give up a week of work or give up a week of study uh, to, to go and, um, yeah, preach at these camps and support at these camps and, um, yeah, just live a godly life, I think that's really encouraging. So we keep them in our prayers um, at the moment. Uh, but apart from that, not too much else happening around the life of the church. But we do have the sermon from Sandra Godkin uh, this week on the Shire Salvos podcast. Unfortunately, we did have a few little gremlins in the audio systems. We did lose uh, and miss the first couple of minutes, but you'll still get to, to uh, hear the, the nuts and bolts and the main crux of Sandra's message. So I hope that you enjoy a Sandra Godkin's sermon here on the Shire Salvos podcast. The kingdom of heaven is very different to the world's economy. God's economy, the way God works, is very different to how the world says things should be. This parable, and I I read this and I thought, this is good. This parable is not about a landowner looking for help from others as much as it is about a landowner who desires to help others. It's about a landowner who finds idle people, lost people, and gives them a purpose. This story has much to teach us about God's grace. Grace is not fair. And my first point is that we should celebrate the unfairness of God's grace. Grace isn't fair, otherwise it wouldn't be called grace. Grace is the unmerited favour of God, the unearned favour of God. Grace is God's generous gift of love and eternal life in the kingdom of God. It's only because Jesus willingly suffered and died on the cross, taking the punishment of our sins and rising again to eternal life, that we have been given the generous gift of a place in God's kingdom. Jesus paid a penalty that I deserved to pay. That's not fair. The unfairness of God's grace is a really good thing for you and I. The Bible tells us that the fair thing for those who have sinned and that's all of us, is eternal separation from God. That's what's fair. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. When I think of my sin, I'm so grateful that God's grace isn't fair. God doesn't owe me anything. God doesn't owe you or I anything. 
American evangelist David Platt says, God doesn't owe us salvation for something we have done. He gives us salvation despite everything we have done. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9 says, For we are saved by grace through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God so that no one should boast. Grace is unfair and I think we need to celebrate that this morning. To be grateful for how God's grace has impacted our life and to rejoice in that. The landowner was under no obligation to pay to hire the worker or to pay him and he was certainly under no obligation to pay him any more than he'd agreed to pay them. He was under no obligation to hire the workers at nine, at 12, at three or five either, but this was his generosity. The landowner went walking in the town and he saw these people with no purpose, no work and generously at different times of the day offered them employment. He had the right to pay them what he decided. Verse 15, don't ha I have the right to do what I want with what is mine. Are you jealous because I'm generous? The issue for the workers that had worked hard all day was not that they didn't get enough. It wasn't about what they had been paid. In fact, a denarius was a good amount of money to work for one day, particularly for unskilled people who were standing around idly. Apparently, a dena one denarius was equal to what a Roman soldier would have earned in a day. So it was good money. They were quite happy to work for that. Their issue was about what the others have received. And this leads to my second point, which I think is a harder point to swallow. We need to celebrate the unfairness of God's grace for others. The story was going really well until the comparison started. This is a common issue for humans, isn't it? We compare. We covet what others receive instead of being grateful for what we have been given. And I'll put up my hand. It's a problem for me. Comparing ourselves to others is a quick and easy way to try and feel good about ourselves. To think that we are somehow entitled to more and particularly thinking this morning, that to think that we are somehow entitled to more of God's grace. It's easy to covet what God chooses to give to others. Now, my husband often reminds my kids and me and anyone else who'll bother to listen that um, comparison is the thief of joy. We would do so well to look at the blessings in our own hand rather than looking sideways at what others are receiving. The workers who had worked all day had willingly agreed to work for what they had been told that they would receive. And as I said before, it was a generous amount. They had no issue until they saw what the others had received. 
until they compared what they had been given with what the others who had, had been given. Those labourers who had worked all day begrudged the master's generosity to the others. I get it. I understand that this is not an easy concept because as humans we look to what others are getting. I get it's a hard concept concept to get our head around. As Christians, and for some of us here in this room, we've served God for a while. And I think it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that God owes us for our faithfulness. We probably don't like to verbalise it or it feels a little bit uncomfortable to hear it. We can begin to think that God should bless us because of works or that we are better than other Christians around us. We can think we can deserve what God has blessed others with. It's easy to ask questions like, why don't I have a job like they have or as much money as them or a nice house like they have? Why is my husband or wife not like their husband or wife? Why hasn't God given me this or that or whatever I've asked for? Why are my kids so challenging and their kids, they're so much better than mine? Why have I had to experience grief and loss? That family looks so perfect well, particularly on Facebook. They've got their stuff together. Why is my family not quite like that? What makes them deserve all the blessings from God? I'm just as faithful as them, or even sometimes I think we can think I'm more faithful than them. Comparison is the thief of joy. We need to look at what's in our hands to look at how God is blessing us and to have the grace to celebrate the unfairness of God's grace for others. I do love parables. I love that Jesus told stories to help us understand um, God's kingdom and concepts. And I think the parables invite us in to sort of look and, and com not compare, that's really bad when I've just said we shouldn't compare, but to think about who we relate to in the story. And so I thought this morning we might, I might get Gabe, he's going to come and uh, just play some music so it's not awkward silence, and just think about who it is that you relate to in this story. Do you relate to the workers that came very early in the morning, given everything. Maybe you relate to someone that came in the middle of the day or at the end of the day. But I just want you to think about who you relate to. And as we've unwrapped this a little bit, what's God saying to you this morning from his word? So let's just have a couple of moments to put ourselves in this story and to think about who is it that I relate to and what's God trying to say to me. So let's do this just for a couple of minutes.
answer this morning, whoever you see yourself as in this story. My prayer is that we would be able to celebrate the unfairness of God's grace for us in our own lives. We'd be able to look at what God's blessed us with and uh, just pause and be grateful. But also that we'd be able to celebrate the unfairness of God's grace to others, that we wouldn't covet, complain. We'd look at our own hands and say, God, you've blessed me. I'm grateful. God's blessed my friend over here. How good is that? Wouldn't it be lovely if we could? That's my desire, that I'd have that attitude, that I'd be able to look at others and think, hey, God's blessed you in that way and I want to celebrate that with you. So that's my prayer for us this morning. And I'm going to pray now. Father, I want to thank you for your word, which... um, sometimes challenges us and has difficult concepts for us to understand. And I think, Father, it's hard for us to put our human mind into who you are and how you work. But Lord, all I I want to say today is I'm so grateful for your grace in my life that um, you don't give me what I deserve, what is fair that you, through Jesus, has brought my salvation and I have a place in the kingdom of God because of your grace. It's not fair, but I'm so grateful. And Lord, as we as a church um, worship this morning, we want to thank you for your blessings, for your grace, for your goodness to us. But we also want to be able to do that for each other. And... um, Lord, I pray that you would give us a sweet spirit, a spirit of uh, being able to celebrate the unfairness of God's grace for others. So help us, Father, because we want to be like you. We want to live like you in a world that has very different values to your kingdom. We want to be your kingdom people. And um, you know we we struggle with that at times. So Lord, please forgive us for times when our attitudes have been a bit like the complaining workers that uh, begrudged your generosity to others. We don't want to live like that. We want to live as people overflowing with your grace, your generosity and your goodness. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Massive thanks to Sandra for bringing us the word this week. Certainly encouraging when we, we look at comparison and uh, I think the, the, the line that probably stood out for, for me from, from Sandra's talk on Sunday was comparison is the thief of joy um, as someone that, that works, I guess, in that media industry or whether it be radio or, or sports commentary, it's very easy to compare yourself to, to other people that you think you're not on the same level as or other people that are on the same level but you feel they may have more adequate skills than you but it's not just in my area of work, I think in any area of our life, even when it comes to church, we look at we look at other people and say, or think they're they're so much more godly than me, or why can't I have the skills that I uh, that they have? Um, and I think yeah, it was it was a really um, a really important sermon that that I know certainly pricked my conscience about yeah, being thankful for the gifts. And the great things uh, that God gives us um, in our lives, whether that's um, uh, like personal things or um, things from from the world, whether it be a, a nice house or a nice car or a well-paying job, whether it's the, the godly skills that He gives us that helps us to serve in the church, I think it's really encouraging to to try and look within and and, and have a bit of a 
a bit of clarity and a bit of foresight to, to look in and see the skills that we have because we all do have skills. We might not think that, uh, yeah, that they're very valuable skills or they're skills that, that are wanted uh, by the world, but we do have skills uh, given to us from God um, and, and gifts given to us by God that, uh, that are very, very valuable. And a lot of them, uh, a lot of people in us in our church uh, are using those uh, to benefit the church as well. So we just encourage you for, uh, to, to think a little bit about that and a huge thanks to Sandra for, uh, for bringing us that sermon this week. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode of the Shire Selvers podcast. We'll have a whole bunch of news uh, as considering it is the starting of the month and uh, you will also have the church sermon as well. So looking forward to bringing that to you next week on another edition of the Shire Salvos podcast.